Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello. Hello. Tim and Tosh in the Morning Podcast 29. Oh, you didn't even go in with it. Yeah, I don't want to You're going to do that. it. You go, hello, fuckers. Oh, yeah, and once again, his phone is ringing yeah, well, while we're doing the podcast. That's the good thing about a podcast is that awesome. there are no rules. All right, so thing. what do we got? Hold on. Let me find let's, out. Let's hear it. I've been dealing I had to with... read my text messages on this goddamn thing, so let's hear you say something. <laughs> no, I've been dealing with, uh, as the fan turns, by the way, is interesting one. It involves me. The drama involves Big me time. this week, so stick around for that. And I was just an innocent bystander. You were. You didn't say much. Nope. No, you didn't. I sat back and hit record. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Did you? I, I didn't was... get enough. You I didn't... got the tail end of it. Damn, because I, I wanted to record it. I didn't have my recorder in my hand. And because, well, here, you know, we'll get into a little bit of as the fan turns earlier on. This is just a little taster of it. Uh, I found my digital recorder that I use for interviews and sound when I go down to Miller Park with you or when you're not there. Um, just hanging out in one of our coworkers' bags you know, for game coverage. Oh, so yeah, we got to get to that. It too. was just, yeah, it was just Remind there. me about that. Remind me about So if that. I would have had that, it would have been a lot clear and we would have had more uh granular substance of what we had there but it was it was fun i was also kind of calming down the intern i thought he was gonna freak out cry i just got home traffic was at a standstill 252 p.m oh that was my girlfriend just got home traffic was at a standstill she just got home Ooh, wow yeah it's been wow yeah i tell her not to take that way i was on the on deck show and everything don't take that way she oh no it'll be fine yeah it's one of those deals no, there's construction hell. Dude, that construction over by your place is fucking yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, down from, I don't know, like Highway K in Racine South, in Racine, Wisconsin, Highway K South to uh, 142 in Kenosha. So there's like five exits in there. Just that are all just all fucked off. Up. Yeah, everything's screwed up. Uh, so we'll get to, uh, as the fan turns, we will... Um, Get to uh, the football camps opening up. Training camps are opening up, so that's a nice little little feel for football. And um, uh, we'll, you you don't need to get any feel of how I'm feeling when football season comes back around. And by the way, I'm dealing with speaking of football, our fantasy football show, the fantasy football show I've been doing for I don't know over a decade. Right. Um, there's you like doing that show, our buddy. Yeah, I do, I do. Uh, but. There's our buddy Dan that works with security. Dan works with the show, so oh yeah, the weather guy. Yeah, he's uh, you know he's he's like a wall throughout the year, and then all of a sudden it just pops up like. A hey, car, we doing the car- fantasy football show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, you he doesn't know, want anything to do with you until you can deal the get him on the show. radio. Yeah, that's that's what happens. Hey, the Brewers and Cubs are punching each other in the face. Back and forth, dude. It's been crazy. I hate those fucking Cubs. Um, I know there's other folks, the uh, take my pardon guys or pardon my take guys. Yeah. Uh, those guys are Cub fans, right? One of them is. Yep. One of them is. One of okay. them is. I didn't yep. know that. I thought yep. the other One of them's was... from Chicago. One of them's from like D.C., I think. Is he a Nats fan? Nats and Caps, yep. Okay. So I know the one dude, yeah, at least the one guy, lo- defends the Cubs, loves All the Cubs. All over the place, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, guess what? 
the Brewers aren't going anywhere. We, I would, would you entertain the idea of having those guys on this podcast? Yeah, would talk some shit. Would they entertain the idea of having us on their podcast? I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe. I mean, we're both very, very similar dudes. Like if this was a blindfold fight, all four of us getting a blindfold and it's a tag team match, would you do it? Oh, they would get their ass kicked. I would fuck someone up. <laughs> so that's that's an invite. Would just, you would you get off the top rope and just hit PFT with a fucking flying elbow right in yeah, the chest? Oh, absolutely, just flying high. <laughs> Me off that turnbuckle, right at the top. There you go. So it'll be I mean, Brewers. the phrases and everything now. Brewers uh, versus Cubs. Getting ready for SummerSlam. And we, we could film this, and we could just take it a mile. So just That would invi- be awesome. Invite's always there. Invite's out, guys. If you want to throw a little curveball into it, guys, we'd be happy to entertain that idea, too. All right, uh, so they're going back and forth. They pick up Cole Hamels. The Brewers pick up uh, a couple of players. Uh, now, can we get the name right? What are we going to go with on the Soria deal? Joaquim Soria or Joaquim Joe Soria. Kim Soria? Joaquim. Because I seem to remember Joe Buck saying Joe Kim Soria. Mm. But, and I'm not saying he's the end-all, be-all. Great right. broadcaster. but So Joaquim Soria, that's what I've been going with. That's what I've heard, yeah, for as long as I can remember. And they give up a uh, first-round selection in 2014, 22-year-old left-hander Cody Medeiros. And it's funny to me, uh, Tim, the the prospect hoarders, the people that just don't want to give Collectors. up minor league prospects. Yeah. I, I used I stole your phrase, and I used it last week, and uh, Sparky thought it was just hilarious. Um, I don't know how you can be okay with a move where you give up your future, a first-round pick, gone for somebody that's here for two months? Rental. That's incredible to me. No, it's not. It's trying to win a fucking World Series. That's what it's trying to do. You're, you're trying to win something. You can only win this year's championship. I've, I've learned this um, through through my years of playing fantasy football. You can only win the 2018 championship one time. In 2018. In 2018. You can't win it in 22. No, not in 2022. No. Or in, you know, 2016. You can only win it in 2018. It's crazy stat. Some of these guys that That's we breaking work with. breaking news. And those of you that are listening to this, uh, chances are that you're a big fan of Sports Talk Radio. And Sports Talk Radio has the, the uh, be patient. They need to, quote, do it the right way. And I've, I've always said, who the fuck made you the king that the, your way is the right, right. way? I got... I got razzed by uh one of the guys on our station that played in the nfl because he said man it seems like baby touch doesn't even remember that he used to play football and he don't even know how you build this thing up and and then you get to where you want to be i don't know i just saw a lot of teams pop up and win championships yeah i've seen it happen before eagles yeah you build but you can build it quicker than going one stage and then to the next and then to the next and now we see all the backpedaling we see all the backpedaling. Well, because no one wants that, to be wrong. That's right. And they all they all disagreed with me when I said, well, this whole right way thing, I don't know who decided that that that, that is the right way. So I said, why can't you rebuild and, and compete at the same time? Rebuild the sustainable machine and compete that year for a championship. No, you can't do it that way, Tim. No, you just need to be patient. 
This is going to take some time. Bullshit. I said it then, I'll say it now. It's complete and utter fucking bullshit. The Miami Marlins, classic example. Why the fuck would you trade away the best outfield in baseball instead of building around it? Just get rid of it. And one of them is 26 years old. Three of your eight offensive players. One of them is 28 and has (laughs) got more home runs than God. Yeah, just about. Just about. (laughs) He's got more home runs than a male porn star. And I'm not saying that that's not going to pay off at some point, but I'd hate to be a Marlins fan now. Yeah, just ask Marlins, man. When he, we talked to him, he he was pissed. This whole five-year five plan, six-year plan, some fucking bonehead said six to eight years. Six to eight years? <laughs> You're going to decide to lose intentionally for six to eight years. <laughs> fucking bonehead. Why on earth would you say that? Well, things come back to things come back to bite you a little bit, don't they? Yeah. Words have meanings. They just feel that if I said it last June, ah, people won't remember that. Yeah, just like when you send out a tweet in 2011, people will remember that one. Oh, they do. <laughs> Whoops. Yes, they do. It's not taken out of context there. Oh, that Josh was, Hader. That was straight up, man. That, that was That was straight up. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So just remember that, that they have words, and and now you're seeing uh, the reaping of the benefits of trying to compete while you rebuild, and that's general manager David Stearns of the 2018 Milwaukee Brewers. they got to pop at this thing. They really do. Then they add Moustakis. So we get uh, uh, a lights-out sort of bullpen arm out there, and then Moustakis. Again, for the love of God, for Christ's sake, get a fucking hitter in here, and David Stearns did. And now six of the eight offensive players in this lineup you feel good about. On any given night, the sinkhole is now the catcher position and the shortstop and then the pitcher. So six of your eight position players, you feel fine. Before it was, well, if they don't get it done in the top three and a half or four, it's over. Well, and you trim some of the fat down. And the conversation that we had been having on the postgame show for four and a half months seeming like four and a half years where of your bench guys are little dudes that probably shouldn't be playing baseball. Now you have guys that have started games as your bench dudes and you stack up one through 25 with other teams in that department too. So guys like Thames guys like that's your bench dude. guys like Shaw now and Aaron Perez doesn't have to fucking play every day. No, he's off the bench. So those, hmm. you just increase It's that. crazy when you add better players. And and now here they are, fun, right though. right there, two-thirds of the season done. And they're right there, man. Mm-hmm. Chicago, look out. You got your hands full. I don't think the fans really know it yet because it's a little bit more of a caval- uh, Cavalier attitude. Have we officially hit that two-third mark? Yeah, 108. Wow. Yeah, so 54 to man, play. Man, we have. Yeah. It's flying by. So, you know, what? with what the Brewers are doing, with what they're doing it with, you would think that they'll get better as you're rebuilding here. You're getting better. Next year, I I believe this. Next year will be a better team than this year. And you know what's funny? You can keep drafting more good players. Amazing. Yeah, that's that's amazing. There's so many. This this is the good thing I like about this podcast, Billy, is that you know it's it's over the years. It's all the things I've wanted to say but couldn't on the air. 
over here. And then you used to just have your your friends hit the record button, and you didn't even know that you were ranting through. Right. In now a production we studio. can actually have some fun doing it. I, I just there are so many times where the brewers have done what I said they do, or even if even if I didn't say they they would do something and then excelled at it. So many times, like now, like not now. Could could they fall off and and be nipped out of the playoffs? It's possible. Sure, I, I don't think it's probable, but it's possible. I just want to stand up and just say, "Fuck you and you <laughs> and you and fuck you too." I do, and you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> yes, it's uh, it's awesome because every everybody is they're all right. We're, we're all right in this business, right? Everything we say is right. Right. Our our perspective is the right oh, perspective. Oh, for sure. Our philosophy we, we is know the everything. right way to look at it. We've never not known something about sports. <laughs> That's right. Who the fuck knows everything about sports? Nobody. There's one person. His name is Google. Google does. Yes. He's cool. He's a cool dude. I've met him. All right, and uh, football gets underway here. Uh, training camp, and uh, I noticed uh, Jimmy Graham and Josh Jones going at it a little bit. I'd like to see that. Man, dude, I I haven't gotten in, obviously, gotten into a training camp scuffle since I've been in a camp, but the, there is nothing like that. Don't you feel bad Just, like it's no. your teammate, though? No, 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 I don't. No, I don't. No, no, I don't. Because usually I'm fight, usually I'm fighting a defensive player and fuck those guys. Right. You want to talk about that in in that situation, man? For two hours, I hate those guys. I need them to get better and to win. But me not liking them just shows that I like them more because we need to get better. But on Sunday night over at Jimmy's house, where the party is, right? You love Jimmy. Oh, for sure I do. Yeah. I love Jimmy, but I'll kick his ass when we're sitting there, and then I'm going to tell him about it. I had this one. There was this one time. I'll, I'll quick story. I was actually with this guy Gianni over the weekend, and uh, we were just kind of bullshitting on different stories. And G was was just a big dude, had big tribal tat, looked like a just a superstar. Defense played like a fucking Sally sometimes, but he was huge and it was big. And he's a good friend of mine, just a funny dude. Played defensive line, played defensive end. He put on like 25 pounds the one year coming into camp, and he was a year older than me. And he would talk so much shit to me and the other tackle, Cody, one of my really, really good friends. And we, dude, we're just not worried about it. Just could not be less worried about it. Does so he smoke weed? We come in on one on ones, and he just would just try to edge rush you and just go past you, but he had put on 25 pounds, so it was easy as pie just to stop him and push him into the ground. Yep. So Kowalski does it to him the one time, the other tackle. Now that's a football name. Kowalski, totally. And he shoves him into the ground. G comes up like he's going to say something. I come over from like the, the opposite side of the offensive line, and I just throw a shiver and forearm right across his chest start a fight for absolutely no reason and our punter over there is standing there yeah! Let's this, go! Is, this is in practice yeah like third day of practice wow like first full pads how many of those dudes smoke weed hmm? majority majority yeah hi speaking of which before we get into as the fan turns um what is the real percentage of people that are smoking marijuana or eating uh, cookies? The ones or that are, or, or the whatever? ones that will tell you they are. Uh, no, the truth. The, the ones that are. 
I mean, there's like, I don't know, 350 million people in America. I would say maybe, maybe a third. A third? Maybe. Would you think it would be more? I don't know. I just, everywhere I go, just everyone's just smoking weed. Because I feel like also people don't want to admit to smoking weed. Right. Just like the people that have three glasses of wine at night and tell you that they only have a drink on the weekends when they go out to dinner. Every night. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with either of them. I just, I was just thinking about that opinion, whatever that means. I I was thinking about that because, you know, in in reading about football as training camps are getting going, I ran across that story of Zeke, uh, Ezekiel Elliott being at the dispensary in, what is it, Seattle, I Mm -hmm. think. You get pictures and the whole deal. And and then I thought, you know, then in my personal life, I, Gosh, I do a band gig or sit down at the corner bar. It's the same amount of people stepping out. Is it just different venues? Everyone's just say, hey, "I'm gonna step out for a couple minutes." Yeah, they go up, spark a joint, they're right back in, and then then they come back in deep in a conversation about astrology or something. I wonder if, and now I know the the, I don't know if the the right word to, to say this, but like the 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 viewpoint or the perspective of people looking at somebody. The judgment that somebody passes on somebody smoking weed back when you were my age, as it is to now in America, I think at times when it was say because you were growing up in a time where everyone was getting high and having sex and it was well, awesome. Well, the sixties was that hippie thing, so I wasn't right. you know I was a little kid. Oh, you weren't um, smoking dubs at like six? No, no, maybe little ten. Timmy Allen, man, maybe, maybe ten, <laughs> maybe ten. Um, but then you got to the seventies where all that kind of wore off a little bit, mm-hmm. I think. And it was it was still a kind of a love generation, little bell bottoms and disco and things like that. But I think the eighties turned into cocaine. That was the cocaine decade. Oh, that's right. Everybody was it, it was flying around. Flying around just piles, mountains of cocaine. And then you know, the nineties, I don't even know. I was so deep into my career, I I don't even know what the drug of choice was in the 90s. Yeah, now people are doing like bath salts and shit. I know I worked at a restaurant uh, in the 70s, 1979, and they would take the Cool Whip containers. I'm sorry, Cool Whip. Um, <laughs> they would take those things, and when when the when the product was done out of the can, right. it still had some juice left, a little mm-hmm. air sucker thing in there, and they would... And just toke on this this canister. Like it was getting them faded? And they called it Whippets. Oh, my God. And That's so like the, the kids that are sniffing like their permanent markers. They, bro, yes. I feel weird, And man. glue. And yeah. glue. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I just wondered about that. And so the deal is, is that Major League Baseball players do not get drug tested for marijuana. Once you, I think the rule is once you get into the big leagues, they don't, <clears throat> excuse me, unless you've been in like the treatment plan. Okay. Okay. Like and so, then, if they busted you a couple of times, then you're you're in, and, and then test the N- NBA does not test for marijuana, right? Uh, they test like once a year, I think, but not. What about hard. the NFL? NFL is like uh, the the strictest on marijuana. Like you, I read the story last year when everybody was getting popped for smoking dope, um, that you can have less THC. In your THC, the component in marijuana that makes you uh, inebriated, um, in your system, 
to you can have more in your system to fly a fucking jet plane than you can to play in the NFL. Hmm. It's like .05 is like the highest you can have in your blood to fly a jet plane, like commercial jet plane Southwest takeoff. Probably and go away. the last guy I want stoned. And it's like .001 that can be in your system if you're an NFL player. If this dude lands the plane and goes to the nearest dispensary and just buys the most high-grade marijuana. You don't, you don't, want, Harry, fine. You don't I, want Harry up in the cockpit? Just, no, <laughs> that's the part. Just wait till you land. Wait, Just wait no, till you, you land, dude. dude. Uh, I do know this. Just, just smoking just a f- bong, getting a mile high, 32,000 feet up. <laughs> just a, no, why do you think? Piped into those oxygen masks that fall down from the top. Everyone's just getting blazed and they have no idea. That Blaze air. Yeah, that's a new airline. Yep. So, uh, out of Laram- Denver, Colorado, Lar- Laramie Tunzel is their spokesperson. He just put on that oh, big old man. gas mask. You ever use one of those things? Never. You ever seen one like in person? Like a like a real one? Like a real one? Not like a real one that like they use when they put people like throw like gas things in the no, air that like the cops wear to right. make sure that they don't smell a laughing gas. No, but like a like a pot smoking mask. Yeah. No. Hmm. You? I've seen one. Okay. Okay, I, I, just to finish up, I have noticed this, being in Las Vegas 60 times. Hopefully someday uh, we'll get a chance to uh, do a live broadcast there. I got um, right over there, the D. <laughs> Tim and Tausch, they're hanging out here with the other D. Who are these guys? One of them's hitting video poker. This dude in the shades is hitting this three straight four of a kind. Mafia, I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> really? Four straight? <laughs> I have noticed that literally walking around the city of Vegas, unlike years ago, years ago in the state of Nevada, it used to be a felony to smoke weed, even a joint, a felony. Think about that. Like just walking from Harris to Paris, you couldn't light one up and hell no, man, Mm. a felony. So now I've noticed just over the years and I've been going to Vegas since late 80s, um, Everywhere you go, it smells like marijuana in that city. Every hallway you go through, just, I'm not kidding you, everywhere you go, you know this. We stayed at the Rio and it sounded like, it smelled like a bud farm. It was loud in that place. It did. Everywhere we went. And even the guys, even guys, women, whoever, both, if you happen to be like intertwined into two. Okay. Um... I'm just trying to be politically correct and make everybody happy. Tim and Tausch in the morning is the number one general neutral pro- podcast in the nation. We support all. We do support all. But even just folks walking right by you, smells like they, they have a sack of weed right in their pocket, wide open. Now, can you, you can't blaze up like in the casino, right? No. Because like, I know you can smoke cigs. Yes. And you can smoke like cigars. Yes. So if those are legal, why couldn't you... In theory, smoke that. I don't know how they draw that line. I do know that we've talked to uh, Uber drivers and, and taxi drivers hmm. that say, you know, what's the deal on this? Can It's legal. We know that. But is it legal to stand on the corner? And because when we're, when we're there, we just want to see like these. Because like you said, it's literally every corner. You can see somebody smoking weed. You can. And and, and we I, just can't go up to them with our microphone and say, hey, would you like to be on the Tim and Tausch in the Morning podcast and tell us what strain of weed you're smoking? <laughs> is that a sativa or is that a hybrid? <laughs> what you got going? 
Uh, but they do say that if if you go off by yourself and you're just not bothering anyone, it's just like sure. stepping off into the parking lot and having a smoke, that the, the cops will leave you alone. Where they get a little dicey, and I, and I agree with this, is when there's little kids around. Or folks that don't want to, you know, get a secondhand buzz. Can you get high off secondhand marijuana smoke? I don't know. That'd be something to, to look into. Maybe our buddy Google would tell us that. I think so. We can give him a call. Yep, we'll check. We'll check it out. But, <laughs> but again, uh, they if there's not kids around and not a group of people around, then, I yeah. think they just leave then you, you alone. Then you spark it. Just crazy. I and just to summarize, you're saying a third of the population of America smokes weed. I, I would guess it would be about that. Wow. Interesting. All right. As the fan turns, fans radio station we work for in How Milwaukee. How many people at this station you think smoke weed? In Milwaukee, Wisconsin. None. I don't think a lot because we have drug testing. We have random drug testing. And so I yeah. don't know if there's that many that would that be do. ballsy, man. Yeah, it would. I mean, you could feel give... weird enough walking into one of those things now. Could you, could you imagine, like, you just sat down with three of your buddies at a table and of that 70s show moment and all of a sudden can you come hey, uh, on in can you come in here uh hey uh take cor- corporates here they take this slip and head down to right up the street out. over yeah. here on national and highway 100 down right down there as a mm-hmm. little uh walk in you go, gotta go pee in a cup huh fine oh i oh, i yeah, think sure this okay, station cool. th- or this building Start scratch <laughs> But this building is pretty safe, I, yeah. I would say. It's pretty safe. I, and I know most of the people that we work with. I mean, there's some office people that I may have never have met, but I think it's pretty safe. I, I do. I know our colleagues. Yeah, none of them are blazing. Some of them are kind of, mm. yeah. You wouldn't even like, expect it. They, they might be the ones that, like, smell weed, and they're like, oh, it smells like a skunk sprayed over here. Yeah. Or... I've never had a cigarette in my life. Mm. Good. You applaud those people? I mean, that, let's try different things. Just I mean, test it out one time. How do you know if you don't? You might love it. <laughs> you, you might love yellow teeth and lung cancer. I don't know. I don't. Um, hey, I'm just trying to broaden your horizons, man. Don't be mad at me. So we work uh, at the fan in Milwaukee, and we do the uh, Brewers post game show. I think most people listening to us are aware of that. And um, there was a, as a, the fan turns, the fan radio station, a little soap opera. Oh my God! Two notifications. What do we got? Since we've been doing. Come on. This. What do we got? No, it's MLB at bat. Oh, okay. Um, there's uh, there was a uh, little drama this week, and it included me. It sort of included you, but you stayed out of it. Yeah, I just sat down and let it go. You you made a good decision. I do. I think as... Uh, oh, you, you think that I made the right decision? I do. See, I, now, I thought that you might be like, really, dude? What the fuck? You just <laughs> sit down mm-hmm. and listen to it? Because I was down with it. I was I was just really down to, to be there. I was excited that I was able to witness it. You yeah. want to be a fly on the wall in any building. That's always that so That was fun. the fucking room to be a fly on the wall. Extremely rare for me. To raise my voice directly doing business. We're doing business, we're doing business. So it was like, someone needs to fucking make me feel better about this. Wasn't that the line? Yes, that was that was verbatim the line. Someone needs to fucking make me feel better about this. I can give you a six pack. That was the that was the most ridiculous part of all of it. Someone offered me a six pack. 
of beer. <laughs> really? A fucking six-pack of beer? <laughs> That was almost the most offensive thing out of the whole ordeal. I, I know he was trying to help, but dude, fucking intake breath, think, process, and then speak. You just intook breath and spoke. <laughs> sort of offensive. It wasn't like, hey, dude, uh, I got this $100 steak joint certificate here. Does that make oh. you feel better? Now that would make you feel better. Okay, compensation accepted. Uh, Can I say what it was? It was about uh, asking Tim to do additional work. Nobody in this building is going to question my work ethic or yours. Now yours, Mm -hmm. being here three or whatever years. Mm -hmm. No one's going to question that. They all fucking know. They all know we want to do an all-night broadcast this week. We want to stay on all night long, Yeah, all the way to the morning show. Mm -hmm. Why? Because we do. Because we, we like talking in the microphone. We, we like talking fun, sports. Yeah. We do. So no one's going to question that work ethic. However, there is a time you need to maintain a value on your services. You're not going to just give your val- give your services away for free. That was like this uh, bar owner that I went. I go into his establishment all the time. He comes to me, hey, you should talk about the, this place more on the radio. <laughs> yeah. So what it is is you pay me for it, and then I will. Yeah. Not directly, but pay the station for it. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Sorry. <laughs> don't, don't, don't go there. <laughs> but you need to maintain a value upon what what you do. And and sales will understand that. Every form of, of business needs and does understand it. The successful ones need to understand that. That anybody, any, any shithead can give their shit away. Anybody can give that away. I'm not going to give away my services. And it was assumed that I was. That's why I got pissed. It was just assumed that he'll do it. That's that's Timmy. Timmy'll do it. No, I fucking won't do it unless we cut a deal here together. Figure this thing out. I sign on the dotted line. We do what we agreed to do. And then I'll do more if it's appropriate and it's fun and it helps us all as a team. Don't that that was why I was offended. In this ordeal. And again, as the fan turns, our our radio station drama. I didn't like the fact that they just fucking assumed I would do something. And it wasn't even my bosses. It was my colleagues. It was my peers. Peers. Go ask Google what peers mean. Same playing field. You ain't fucking better than me. And I'm not going to act like I'm better than you. They assumed they were better than me. And assume that I was going to do this just because, well, for the lack of another term, they had shit going on. Right. Oh, they had some shit going on. Well, they had, you know, stuff to do. They had stuff to do. One one of them had a girlfriend's birthday. The other had a, a stepson, well, quasi-proxy stepson, a baseball thing. And the other one, what did the other one have? He didn't have much. He stayed. No, he ended up coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Good for him. Um. And and he, you know what, in in that little debate, he was the one that said, "Hey, man, it was sort of productive that we went through it. Now we know, and I we figured it out. Him and I were good with it. We're the eldest of all the elder statesmen. Yeah, of of all involved. And so we knew that. And I've yelled at co- with colleagues before, gotten into shouting matches in the hallways, and the professional ones. It's gone. It's done. Once it's over, it's done." The little babies of this business, then they stew on it for a while, and then they gotta go. They gotta go. 
they got to pull some pe- person from the administration office into a little. You got a couple minutes. I just, there's just, I just, I got to talk to you about something. I just, oh, yeah, no, sure. The, what, the, what's up? The good ones, the real ones, the true ones, the genuine ones we'll get at- knows that we will have some disagreements in the business world. And once we hash them out, we iron them out, iron them out, air our grievances. Then when it's a productive situation, now we all know. So one of them, of all involved, and myself, we're all good. Do we, we move on. Do we want the official definition of peer? Yeah, we do. Okay, this is from Miriam Webster. Uh, one that is of equal standing with mm. another. One belonging to the and same societal people, group, fucking, especially uh, based on rank. age, grade, or <laughs> status. It's the show that talks about equality the most. <laughs> <laughs> I got in a fight with a show that backs equality the most. <laughs> what does that say more about wow. you or I or that? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> now. I don't know. But I was there for it. I enjoyed it. Uh, uh, no. I really, really wish I could have brought uh, this feel of, of me being in that room to all our podcast listeners because, guys, let me tell you, it was fucking fun. It, yeah, it, was it was a lot of fun. I bet it was for I you. S- I sat there with uh, with our intern, Griffin, uh, just chilling. And, dude, if if faces were in the dictionary, stunned, his face would just be it. Because he was just white. Who? Griffin. Oh, the intern. Had no idea what to do. Our production staff member, He's Griff. He's standing in there, and, and I told him, because Griff's a, a friend of mine, and I was like, dude... Uh, that's a, a a radio measuring contest. That's and what you, it was. You'll see him a few more times. Yep. Yeah, he will for sure. If, I if, don't. If I, you get into the business, you'll see him. I don't but, think that situation will come up again. But I don't think it's. But like you said, it's not one of those things that ends up being necessarily always a bad thing. No. Sometimes you got to go through that to figure out where where the line's drawn. We we all. And this learned. is where we're at. We all learned. Yeah. yeah. It was it was so. From your perspective, you're just. See, now, a lot of guys would have been so much fun. intimidated. I love that stuff. It was amazing. I don't love being involved with it. I just love being being on the sidelines and watching. But it had to be done. I uh, So you guys aren't going to scrap again? Because if you guys do, just let me know. Roll tape. Yeah, I just will always. I will not forget. I think I might have like 17 seconds of it. But. Guys, we have this handy-dandy phone in front of us. Man, the more of this shit needs to be on tape. It does. Inner workings, machinacea of I got a radio some, I got one thing on tape that is just epic. Of you? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. one thing that is just epic. Sooner or later, you got to let that out. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Statue so, of Limitations might reach out yeah. on it, and then we can, then we can <laughs> let it out. Then everybody that listens to it can hear it. Future podcast. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'd have to get permission. Ah, fuck that. No, we Mm, I don't know. No, I think we would. He would see now. This out. would be this is twice uh, in this podcast. See, guys, we're we're learning. This is podcast twenty nine, correct? Mm-hmm. So uh, we knew that we were going to make some mistakes. That there was going to be some some uh, adaptations. Yeah, on our part, doing a radio show, doing a podcast. This is the second time I've put my foot in my mouth saying that I've done something illegal on this fucking podcast. No, that's not illegal. Joking around saying that it's, I... It's not illegal. If, if, okay. If, if I'm not you're mistaken, right. it's eh. not surreptitious recording if you're involved in the conversation. If eh. you're a party to the conversation, I think you can tape it. I'm not sure. I think in this state you can. 
Oh, in this state. In this state. In, in this the, state, you might be able to. In the state of Wisconsin. Because I listened to that one dude on the radio do a like lawyer show, and some guy goes on there and says, man, I'm going to a custody battle with my wife, my ex-wife, and she, she re- recorded my conversation that I had, and I just wanted to make sure that that tape can get thrown out in a court of law. <laughs> Like, I want to hear. He's it. like, yeah, I mean, I think so. He's like, because he was in California. It's I'm, the one state that you definitely can't. And all of a sudden, the guy just goes, you know, I think the guy's name was Brian. He goes, so Brian, uh, can I just ask, what did you really say on that tape? He's like, uh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't necessarily remember, but oh, I just, I, I know, I know, I don't want it played in court. Like I'll beat your ass, bitch. <laughs> it's probably in there somewhere. That was probably some threats, you bet. That dude is having some sleepless nights. Now, in the uh, future, we hopefully, uh, let me double check that. I'm pretty sure in this state. So uh, don't quote me on that. I'm not 100% sure. Just being honest. Uh, but I'm pretty sure you can you can tape. Um, I don't know if you can broadcast it. That's now, a broadcasting is a little bit different. Yeah, that right. might be different. Um, in the future here on this podcast, on this platform, we are going to run a little bit of a poll to see where... Uh, broadcasters rank, and we're still working working out the bugs on this. Trying to figure out the details and how we're going to set it up, the guidelines, maybe the parameters would be a better way to put it. Yeah, but yeah. and and it's not just with uh, the colleagues that we work with; it's all the sports broadcasters in the Milwaukee market. Mm-hmm. Everyone's what, available at whatever level. Yep. It could be Wayne Larvey to Bob Euchre on down to Griffin Eidelman. To the guy that competes with me doing the Carroll University Pioneer Game Day Network. Yes, uh, right. absolutely. I didn't even think of that. Uh, it could be uh, It could be Cardinal, Cardinal Stritch's yeah, PA guy. Northwoods League broadcasters. For sure. It could be anybody in this area, anybody, TV anchors, the, you know. That little guy with the big head that calls uh, Greyhound races down at the Dairyland Race. Tra- oh, never mind. He yeah, works that, here now. Yeah, that's, he does work here now. But we're working that out. And the, one of the reasons why is because, I'll just admit it, it's uh, it's sort of my, my entertaining evil side of me. Because what it does to these broadcasters, now again, Billy, we, we are fully aware, and I think you're learning very quickly, there's going to be some people that don't like you. Right. No matter what, it's not anything you did personally to them, it's just they don't like you. I didn't like Joe Block as a play-by-play guy. I like the guy. Yeah, he was a real nice guy. Just super, didn't like what super, he did on the air. Right. Just just on air stuff. I didn't I didn't like his work and and people don't like my work and that's that's fine. We can handle that. Most of us can handle that. Some oh my god. Some lose their mind on that stuff. And it's so funny. It is so entertaining. So we're working the bugs out on that. We want to open the door to all bro- all sports broadcasting. Whether it's with our station or the other station, our competition, or with the flagship, it could be, it could be CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox, any any of the sport local sports the ca- yeah, cable it, TV anchor, Sports Thirty Two, yep. all of those guys. Everybody's open game, so we got to figure that out. It's going to have to be an ongoing thing. It can't be just a set. Well, this afternoon we'll do the poll. It's got to be like a. I'm just thinking maybe a month long poll. It might almost have to turn into like a bracket. Maybe. Some folks aren't going to like it. Oh, well, there's going to be people that are mad. Why am I 23rd ranked? Why are they setting me up like that? No, I'm not setting Why do I got to go up against? You know why? Because I'm setting everybody up. Yeah. Including us. 
including us. Some people, uh, there's been people doing podcasts, Billy, for years. Yep, for sure. Years. We've been doing this 29 weeks. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, will, will we get better at it? Yeah, I promise you. <laughs> I don't know. Be, primarily because it, the other is not an option. For us not to get better and to, to fail at it is probably just, it's just not an option. It's not that I don't like these people. I like them full well, personally. I like them. I really do. I've met most all of them in this market. Almost every single one of them. Get along with, I don't know if there's one I don't get along with. Do I like their work? No, that's up to interpretation. That's why there's choices. <laughs> and they don't. I don't know, man. It could be opening Pandora's box. Yeah, see, you're nicer. They're the guys that I don't, some people that I, I see or I listen to, I just don't want to meet them. How do you know if you don't, how do you know you don't like them if you've never met them? But there's also this point, Tim, where there's people in the world that I just do not give a shit about. Like, yeah, you, they live a life. And cool. <laughs> and most of those people are your competition. Yeah, cool. But that doesn't mean there's not a person in there. Yeah, there is. They're just doing what you do. Yeah, I just don't give a shit about them. Okay, (laughs) that's fine in the business world. Right. But like personally- Because I'm talking about business, and if I- I Business to business. If we're going business to business to succeed, I don't want to know that that kid's got three kids, that when he gets put out of a job, because we kicked the shit out of him for 14 straight months, (laughs) I don't want to know that his kids are, you know- not watching daddy go to work tomorrow morning. Uh, well, now see, I maybe have a little more of a heart. Now, again, uh, I... And you're the one that everyone says have, has an evil side. No shit. How the <laughs> fuck? I gotta go. So we're not gonna sing on the way out. Nope, because we, uh... Oh, shit. You know what? I just thought people that listen to our post-game show, we gotta come up with that fucking song. Uh, yeah, by t- 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 Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, August 1st is Wednesday. Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah, tough right. choice. Yeah. There's just so many of them. <laughs> 2018 championship season. Tough choice. Sit tight. <laughs> We're going to figure it out. Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And the disclaimer any of the previous incident that was discussed here on the Tim and Taos in the Morning podcast is solely the private use of Tim and Taos. Ask the Big Show for more information. See you next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.